it's Yana and Ivana and welcome to our podcast you can say that again episode 11 Woohoo! back again <laughs> another episode another week mm-hmm. and we told you the quote last week which is I'm so good at sleeping I can do it with my eyes closed <laughs> <laughs> and we certainly can <laughs> so I'm really excited for this I think sleep is such an interesting topic it's so broad yeah. I'm excited for this episode absolutely like we all sleep it's mm. such a big part of our life that yeah. I think that perfecting it and mastering our sleep is so important to like our general well-being absolutely. so I think it like has to begin with under- understanding sleep yeah. now Ivan and I would have studied um, sleep the circadian rhythm and sleep cycles back at university yeah. so what we're going to do is digest that information and hopefully make it more understandable for you guys mm-hmm. and just show you ways how you can better improve your sleep and understand your sleep it's very individual which we will discuss absolutely yeah definitely I think Um, even ourselves like I sleep differently than you sleep and I think you know people need different amounts of sleep you know it's not that I think there's such a concept that you need to get eight hours everyone has to get your eight hours if you don't get your eight hours I think that's different like everything in life people are different and some people need their need their eight hours some people need longer and some people need less so yeah we'll discuss our own sleeping habits <laughs> yes we certainly will and hopefully help you understand yours and see where you can improve them yeah so with that being said mm-hmm. shall we start straight into it yeah so there's obviously different stages to your sleep mm-hmm. um so the first stage uh, is called uh, non-rem so mm-hmm. it's non-rapid eye movement sleep Um, which is further then split into more stages so I suppose the initial stage is quite short and it's when you're you know trying to fall asleep or the very beginning of falling asleep it's it's a light sleep you know you're not deep in sleep yet it's the first stage of the Mm. four stages yeah so there's three stages which are non-REM I suppose that is an important factor Mm -hmm. um and the final stage is REM sleep so like Havana said stage one is considered a non-REM very light it's very light you're initially just trying to fall asleep really yeah yeah usually normal length time is about one to seven minutes so like we really did say it is really short it's just the initial time your body is mm-hmm. kind of getting into that uh, sleep cycle. Yeah. And then you'd move into stage two. So again, it's a non-REM stage of sleep, but this one is uh, longer. Uh, so about 10 to 25 minutes. Um, and it's a, a deeper type of sleep. You know, it's not the deepest, yeah. but it's deeper than your initial stages. And then we go into stage three, which is known as your deep sleep stage. That mm-hmm. usually lasts around 20 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Your breathing is reducing, your heart rate is reducing, your mm-hmm. body temperature is reducing, yeah. and your body is coming into this restorative sleep stage mm-hmm. uh, where I suppose memory formation um, and just general restorative function. So yeah. it's funny, most people think the body shuts off when you sleep, yeah, but it's actually rather the opposite yeah and th- that was kind of a general con- con- uh, misconception exactly yeah that people taught that you know you were dormant and not no processes really happened when you were sleeping but that's absolutely not the case which I think is especially seen in REM sleep so that's uh, rapid eye movement sleep and your EEG signals so your brain signals um when you're in that sleep actually kind of are quite similar to what they would be when you're awake 
Yeah, um, so, so that shows the your brain, brain is active. Is active. Yeah. yeah, which is so interesting because mm-hmm. you think that I suppose sleep is this time where your body is like relaxed, but actually yeah. your body is working just as much, if not more, when it's sleeping than when it's awake. Yeah, absolutely, which is really, really interesting. You know, I think that's, mm. that's wild, you know, and it just shows you how incredible your body is. You don't even realize it, you know, you're sleeping, you can take it, you know, for granted, but uh, it actually is constantly working. And yeah. Doing things to help improve your life for you. <laughs> absolutely. So that's stage yeah. four, which is REM, rapid mm-hmm. eye movement. Yeah. Um, its name is derived because your eyes actually, even though they are closed they can be moving so you might have seen someone that's sleeping and their eyes are kind of moving and shifting Mm -hmm. that is REM sleep and Mm -hmm. that usually occurs um, 90 minutes uh, into the sleep cycle Um, and it is it gets longer as you're in your sleep as the night goes on yeah Mm -hmm. but um it is usually a bit shorter at the start of the cycle yeah and when you naturally wake up from sleep that's the sleep that you come out of um and then also i think it's interesting that that's this the the cycle uh, of sleep where you'd have the most vivid dreams Mm. you know so if you feel like you've woken up and you remember your dream that's you know from waking up from that REM sleep you've yeah. had that really vivid dream and it's funny isn't it how some people don't mm. remember their dreams yeah. and others do mm-hmm. so it's just wild how maybe you don't remember your dreams because you haven't woken up within that stage of your dreams to remember it yeah. um but mm-hmm. like that it's interesting mm. the whole dreaming thing and I what dreams mean absolutely and yeah. it's wild and even with animals so they they i remember reading before that you know because if you've ever seen let's say a dog if they're sleeping and you see them running let's say in their sleep um, kind of scientists were theorizing or thinking that you know they must obviously be dreaming of too or you know dreaming of running or dreaming yeah. of doing something or when they bark in their sleep so it's wild to think that you know other animals also have dreams you know absolutely yeah mm-hmm. and it's funny like even my dog now you say yeah. that my dog will be little, doing little barks in the sleep yeah. or like doing all these movements <laughs> and you're just wondering I'd love to know dog. what they're dreaming I about <laughs> I wish to imagine yeah yeah um, so that's our four sleep cycles mm-hmm. um, the stages of the sleep cycle and you keep cycling through those during the night you know mm-hmm. um, so you typically on a normal night sleep will get through about four or five different sta- uh, sleep cycles and um, you know all four stages of them um, so that's quite interesting obviously less so if you are sleeping less hours you know yeah yeah, <laughs> which you will delve yeah. into um, but an interesting factor of what affects the sleep cycles mm-hmm. um, one thing can be age so yeah. usually as we know newborns tend to sleep a mm-hmm. lot of the day yeah. um, so roughly 14 to 17 hours of the day which yeah. is wild <laughs> yeah. um, so they sleep obviously more as they're younger and then mm-hmm. as we increase in age that sleep uh, I suppose the need for sleep or the time that we have to sleep yeah. is reduced absolutely yeah definitely so mm-hmm. sleep is a big one um, sleep pattern like so if your sleep pattern is influenced perhaps by traveling so jet lag yeah. that can influence your sleep cycle mm-hmm. jet lag is definitely a big one but it's good that it is only short term yeah absolutely yeah and then different you know like drinking coffee so caffeine Mm -hmm. you know caffeine can absolutely affect your sleep it has a long um half-life meaning it lasts in the body for a long time so you know that's why it's so important not to be you know drinking a big cup of coffee just before you want to go to sleep absolutely yeah Um, they recommend avoiding caffeine actually eight to ten hours prior to bedtime so i suppose that's something that you should implement if you do drink caffeine and it's also Mm. important to say that caffeine is also included in medication caffeine is also in black tea energy Um, drinks energy drinks actual fizzy Mm. drinks like coke Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of things you don't realize contain caffeine that actually do yeah Um, and then like that alcohol also affects your sleep as well 
Um, so you know, in the initial stages, uh, when your alcohol level are higher, um, it can decrease your REM sleep at the start of the night. But then, as the alcohol wears off, um, you have a REM sleep rebound, and you actually have prolonged REM sleep stages. Yeah, um, and sleep disorders, of course, also mm. affect sleep stages. Yeah. Um, so sleep apnea, restless mm. leg syndrome, they can cause mm. you to wake up multiple times in the night. Yeah. And that does influence mm. your sleep cycle. So and that might narcolepsy as well when you you know fall asleep during the day and don't have that kind of control over your sleep mm. as well. There's so many different conditions, really. Yeah, so many, honestly. Mm-hmm. But we won't be delving yeah. into those. They're just to mention, mm-hmm. just as a nice to know. And yeah. you can always look into that further if that does interest you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think sleep is such an important thing because we all have to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um. Sleep is part of the circadian rhythm so the circadian rhythm is a 24 hour cycle Mm -hmm. um so it's like our body internal clock that's like running in the background Mm -hmm. and it carries out the essential functions and process of the body yeah um really important you know um i think when you think about it like this if you didn't sleep your life would be a continuously on period like if you try and imagine that if you didn't have a new day every day and it was just continuous with no sleeping that you just went straight from work to going home then straight to work again without taking that rest without taking that break without having that circadian rhythm of you know the start of the 24 hours and a new 24 hours like I can't even imagine that no I think life would not be the same you need that time to you know uh, rest and you need that time to you know it's for your health as well you know when people have a lack of sleep and you don't sleep you know your immune system is decreased it affects your blood sugars your blood pressure and you know it is so wild to think of how different life is when you're not sleeping i feel like it affects like your Mm. physical your mental health memory definition you know yeah just the daily functioning you wouldn't be able to function no and it is proven that lack of sleep does alter your um cognitive and i suppose Mm -hmm. all your abilities really to be honest because your body needs that to Mm -hmm. keep going and perform all its um daily actions and like you said Ivana like it's nearly like your body's I suppose routine and when you're out of that routine because you know even when you're on holidays and you're waking up at different times Mm -hmm. or you're doing more activities during the day your sleep does vary and that does affect you I think we we all know that sleep definitely affects not Mm -hmm. only our moods but our actual physical health and mental health definitely and I think it's important to remember like you mentioned it can affect you know your thinking processing Mm -hmm. so they've shown you know that it's can be if you've stayed awake for a certain period of time that it can make your thinking be as effective as if you've drank alcohol crazy which i think you know is important to realize because i think people will be more likely to drive tired than you ever would driving uh, under the influence of alcohol but it can have the same effect on your on your processing skills so that's Mm -hmm. important to remember you know the importance of not sleeping if you're tired and you know being aware that it can affect your your, uh, processing yeah no absolutely and it's funny like you say it's the whole thing where people think alcohol you know don't drink alcohol but a lot of people do drive when they're tired yeah so I think it's like being very mindful of that Mm -hmm. and I think you yourself you know you do quite a bit of driving you know yeah 
it's, important to yeah. be aware of it and you know if you need to take a break and stop and you yeah. know just to be aware of it you know that it can yeah. affect you yeah yeah you're very good for that i know a yeah. few times you text me like i'm just taking a little break i've stopped and i'm just wait now yeah. it's just you know refreshing having a nap having yeah. a coffee and trying to do things you know you need to be really conscious because it's not it's not mm. worth the risks and mm-hmm. you know it can affect you massively mm. um but you know uh, it is so important for so many reasons to get good sleep and as you said earlier there's so many things that can affect it yeah um, absolutely um so i suppose you're probably wondering how you can have a healthier sleep yeah. cycle and mm-hmm. sleep better hygiene. sleep hygiene yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the medical way to say it <laughs> yeah literally yeah. Um, and there's quite a lot in it to be mm-hmm. honest with you yeah. um i think it's like important to balance out your circadian rhythm as we mm-hmm. said yeah so one very important thing that both Adana and i came across while carrying out the research and that we would have learned before mm-hmm. is that your sleep and wake time should be the same every single day yeah so you can imagine your body clock learns to um i suppose yeah. learns your pattern yeah. and will then essentially know to release melatonin which is a natural hormone released mm-hmm. that gets you ready to sleep yeah um and then waking up then at that same time again yeah. your body is used to that like mm. to be honest i wake up before my alarm that's how well my body knows my sleep cycle yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. sleep pattern mm-hmm. so i think that's at a point where you feel very rested and yeah well for most people i would say that yeah. works obviously if you mm. shift work and different circumstances going difficult. on yeah. that is definitely more difficult yeah absolutely yeah but that can really help and you know um it, once i do think let's say for me i find it hard to have an exact going to bed time and getting off time because like that i think that it changes quite a lot for me um so recently i've been trying to get up at a set time mm-hmm. um, and to try and keep that the same so even let's say if i've had a later night and i've had to go to bed later than i wanted to at least if i have a set getting up time and i don't allow myself then to sleep in um i will end up being tired earlier that next day and go to bed earlier so and then return to the set sleep cycle i want to be in you know yeah um, because i think there's no point you know not really sleeping at all during the week and then sleeping mm. all your weekends away because why are you doing that you know why are you feeling the need to sleep all weekend it obviously means you're not getting a, you know decent sleep during the week um, and then quality of sleep i think is a big thing you know to absolutely make sure you know that it's not waking up multiple times during the night or you know that it's comfortable sleep that you're getting good quality sleep as you well are as going quantity. through those sleep cycles yeah. because that's what's going to help you feel mm. restored and energized the next day yeah and i think that's so important like you say that ivana you know mm. a lot of people will be like oh i can't wait for the weekend so i can sleep in yeah. and you know what i definitely used to be one of those people as well mm. yeah. <laughs> i put my hand up 100 percent. yeah but i do definitely think that you become actually sluggish yeah. and you're not as productive and as Definitely energized not. as yeah. you would be if you'd woken up earlier or mm. at the same time that you usually wake up. Yeah. So as hard as that habit might seem to to implement in your life, I yeah. think once you do it and realize the benefits, mm. it's just, you'd be shocked. Yeah, you yeah. can be so much more productive. I, I actually like getting up early on a day that I'm off or I don't have anything to do mm. because you feel like you've so much time to do things. Whereas so if you sleep time. in until two in the day, well, it's, you know, time to go gone. back to sleep in a few hours. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. literally. So, yeah, I think as much as, I think sleeping in is kind of like a thing where, well, I used to always think, oh my God, how do people wake up early in the weekends? Like, yeah. you know, when I was younger. But it's mm-hmm. definitely, I think as you get older, you realise that sleeping in, you know, it's not good for you. Yeah. Waste your time it's or not, not productive. Think it is. Yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's rather just and a waste of time. Like that, it affects your circadian rhythm then and your body's out of sync and, you know, it's like, 
like thinking, oh, well, I've slept 12 hours today and I slept four hours this day. And, you know, it just disrupts your routine. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And I think it definitely, even sleeping in like on a Sunday, I used to always find it would affect me to fall asleep on that Sunday night. And yeah. then waking up on Monday, I'd be like, oh, like, do yeah. I have to get up now? Mm, and, you know, you're tired. just not waking up in your best form then, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And you're not going to be set up right for the day, mm-hmm. you know? For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so another important factor is to view sunlight 30 to 60 minutes upon waking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really important. That essentially sets your circadian rhythm. Yeah. So what it's gonna do is gonna help you, help wake you up. Mm-hmm. Now, I suppose some people, um, I can't say I'm one of them, wake up while it's still dark. Fair <laughs> <laughs> sure, um, guys. <laughs> yeah, well done guys, 5 a.m. club, rooting for you, I'll never be part of it but um, <laughs> for you guys it's artificial light that's actually recommended mm. um so yeah i think it's important to like that open up your curtains get yeah. outside get a bit of get a walk if you yeah, can ideally yeah. but if you can the next best thing is mm. sitting by a window yeah. or alternatively using artificial lights to get yeah. that um get that light in your eyes and wake up your circadian rhythm in your body and then the opposite then being true for close to bedtime trying to remove those artificial lights Mm -hmm. before going to bed and to allow yourself to become sleepy you know um yeah i think you know we need to realize the importance of taking that break nowadays it's so hard you know i think technology is such a massive thing like watching tv on the laptop on your phone i'm as guilty as everyone else of doing that you know on my phone before going to bed but it definitely doesn't help with trying to regulate your sleep yeah those like lights Mm. from our phones and from our devices you know they're disrupting the release of melatonin Melatonin, which our body needs to set that sleepiness um and the release that melatonin is essential to you kind of feeling tired and wanting to get to sleep um now they do say blue light blockers are Mm. quite good for the evenings um but again you know a lot of people wear them during the day so apparently that's bad but look who knows what's good and bad at this stage you have to make (laughs) your own decision on that i think for you you know yeah absolutely Um, they're just ideas i think and you take from it what you will (laughs) exactly absolutely yeah Mm so yes that's another good one um also it's the bedroom i think it's yeah. like very important to have a nice cozy space mm-hmm. now they do say have a cool bedroom yeah. and dark mm-hmm. um so our body temperature is actually very important for mm-hmm. our ability to fall asleep yeah. and stay mm-hmm. asleep so apparently our body temperature reduces by one to three degrees for us to fall asleep and stay asleep. So yeah. it's wild, isn't it? Mm. Usually I'd be getting into bed, yeah. putting on extra blankets and thick pajamas. <laughs> um, really, I clearly should be doing rather the opposite. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild. It's very interesting, isn't mm. it? How, and I think oh, I just find that so fascinating, fascinating how that's happening and you don't realise. You know, I think the body yeah. is so incredible that it's working, you know, behind the scenes, yeah, doing literally. all these amazing things and you don't even have to think about it, you know, that your body just falls asleep. You don't have to try. Um, and that's something very interesting that we as mammals so uh, as humans that uh, we're able to kind of control ourselves and not fall asleep you know we can delay sleep mm-hmm. but we can't you know make ourselves fall asleep with yeah, a switch so but true. we can you know delay sleep uh, and so it's, true. it's well that we have that um, functioning that we're able to control that mm, yeah no absolutely that's mm-hmm. actually very very true mm-hmm. um, it's interesting isn't it it'd be great if we could just had a little on switch to fall asleep because a lot of people struggle <laughs> with sleep so they I'm do. sure they'd love absolutely. that yeah imagine yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and sleep varies so much between animals which I think is very interesting we were looking up facts yeah. before we came on to talk about this and giraffes only need 1.9 hours of sleep a day whereas brown bats need 19.9 hours of sleep it's crazy so they need a lot of sleep yeah <laughs> absolutely and I suppose you think like the size of the difference of yeah. those animals it's you think it might even be the opposite you know I know exactly um, but yeah that's crazy isn't it it's mm. wild absolutely how it can change so much between animals and then individuals absolutely that's so, exactly it so myself and Ivana yeah. even we need completely different hours of sleep so I'm Definitely. an eight hour a night girl mm, I'm more of a six hour girl I like running on less sleep I yeah. think I run a bit better I'd find it hard you know to fall asleep quite early mm. um I just wouldn't be able to I like being in my room and you know let's say in bed relaxing yeah but just not necessarily sleeping you know yeah so I think it's like important to figure out you know there's all these recommendations like the mm-hmm. CDC recommended an adult sleep seven to nine hours yeah. um which you know some people might think oh god nine hours that's way too much for yeah. me or you know seven no way that's not enough mm-hmm. so I think it's like about figuring out what best suits you Absolutely. your lifestyle and how well you feel rested yeah and I think an important thing to do is do a little experiment mm. you know don't sleep random number of hours every night you yeah. know set yourself a goal to sleep seven hours mm-hmm. for a few days see how you feel experiment yeah. and add or reduce as needed exactly no that's very true um because i know you use the sleep function on the yeah. iphone which is great and you're able to track it i must get back into using that always gives out to me for not sleeping yeah. enough so <laughs> i turn mine off <laughs> i love it yeah so the little alarm on the iphone it allows yeah. you to set like your sleep goal yeah. so mine being eight hours of course um <laughs> it then i know which what time I have to get to bed at and what time I wake up at and it kind of just helps me I suppose stay in the same sleep cycle um, every night Mm -hmm. that's the aim it doesn't always go that way you know there's nights out and there's external circumstances Mm -hmm. which does affect that yeah um, I'm lucky mm-hmm. not to have any shift work or anything exactly, like that so yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes a big difference you know and definitely as someone who's worked you know night, night shifts um, it can make a huge difference even trying to fall asleep I know you know if you're after working a night especially I didn't have blackout binds when I was in oh, Kerry no. and you know there'd be light coming in the oh. window and you know I'm good enough for falling asleep like I'll yeah. fall asleep if I want to fall asleep um, but no it's tough you know to get wow. and then getting out of that cycle is the thing as well so you, you just be getting used to falling asleep during the daytime and then you'll have to get used to the opposite again <laughs> oh my feelings yeah. go out for shift workers honestly yeah. I just couldn't do that <laughs> honestly wow but I definitely think it does influence you in a more negative way this shift work I'm not going to lie obviously mm. people have to do it there's yeah. no option and there's no way out of it in most circumstances but mm-hmm. it is I don't think it's great for your yeah, sleep health absolutely yeah. it's not good for sleep hygiene like yeah. it's so hard just because of like that you're not following the same routine or same circadian rhythm mm. you know your body's being put all around the place it's confused you know? yeah absolutely yeah. you know honestly mm-hmm. it is um and on that i know we spoke a little bit about melatonin Mm -hmm. so we never really explained what melatonin is melatonin is a hormone that your uh, brain produces Mm -hmm. uh, and it's in response to darkness so like we mentioned by viewing all those lights at night Mm -hmm. and artificial lights our phones screens um that will reduce the melatonin Mm -hmm. so sometimes people get a melatonin imbalance and we 
well, in pharmacy, I see quite a lot of people are being prescribed melatonin. Yeah. Um, usually melatonin, I wouldn't say melatonin should be prescribed for everybody. It's not mm. a quick fix. Yeah. I think a lot of people who have sleep problems definitely mm-hmm. think that sleeping tablets or yeah. melatonin or any kind of sleep aiders mm. are the solution. But I think we both disagree yeah, with that. Definitely not long-term solution. Yeah. I think, you know, sometimes you obviously might need... Um, uh, kind of pharmaceutical answer mm-hmm. in the short term yeah um, and there absolutely is indications for that but I think long term there is other things that you can do that will be more beneficial you know I don't think you know sleeping aids and sleeping tablets are the solution long term definitely agree mm-hmm. like I mean sometimes look uh, for jet lag for example mm-hmm. that's a short term circumstances you yeah know, environmental changes you know that people just need them in the short term and Mm -hmm. that's completely reasonable and what that does is taking Mm. you know sometimes taking a sleeping tablet or um, an antihistamine based Mm. um, sleeping tablet you can get over the counter like diphenhydramine also known as nitol that can help get you back into the right sleep cycle Um, the recommendations are it shouldn't be used for more than seven consecutive nights in a row Mm -hmm. Um, I suppose their side effects with sleeping tablets is that they can become addictive and people tend to solely rely on them Mm. so it's it's not ideal yeah absolutely Mm. yeah you know and like you say it's good to try and help you get back into that routine but obviously you know if you're able to kind of carry out other more behavioral changes as well to try and get you back into that regular sleep routine it will be better for you long term you know I think there's lots of other things you can do you know we spoke about you know cutting out that caffeine um, you know not having a large meal just before going to bed mm-hmm. cutting out the lights at that night time you know sleeping in in the dark not having your screen time prior to going to sleep um, you know waking up with the light in the morning um, not having your energy drinks late at night you mm. know make sure to be conscious like Yana mentioned of things that have caffeine in it that you, you wouldn't automatically uh, presume have caffeine in it yeah um, you know there's lots of things like that that you can do um, I was listening to um, another podcast recently um, and they were discussing uh, you know the importance of making sure that you're aware of you know your time in bed versus your time sleeping mm. um, and some people can be quite anxious about falling asleep so I think trying to remove that anxiety around sleep can help as well because if you're in bed worried about not falling asleep your stress levels your cortisol levels you know your anxiety is rising and that's not going to lean itself towards falling asleep you know i think everyone that is listening uh, would realize that if you're feeling anxious and stressed you can't you know you're not going to sleep yeah um, so i think the importance of not worrying about sleep and you know when you're sleepy you will sleep mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to to be sleepy and to fall asleep when you are sleepy you know there's no point trying to force sleep yeah upon so yourself. True. you know like i said earlier you can't control when you fall asleep you can't switch on that switch unfortunately um, unfortunately <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so just being aware of all those kind of uh small lifestyle changes that you can make definitely towards better and sleep like hygiene. you say Vanna, like that you should be in you know a comfortable zone yeah. in the darkness you know mm-hmm. some people could benefit from perhaps a meditation yeah or what's proven to be very effective is uh yoga nidra now you're probably thinking she's not getting out of bed to go do some yoga but <laughs> yoga nidra you can look it up on youtube yeah. it's actually it just helps you get in to a deep sleep mm-hmm. uh, it'd be similar to like a meditation but it is slightly different 
um, and then also sleep hypnosis a lot of people do like to do so that has a lot of up-and-coming studies mm. um, and then an app that actually the Huberman Lab podcast which I absolutely love and you should definitely listen to that and Stephen Bartlett <laughs> Stephen we do Bartlett love was yeah. who I was talking about earlier <laughs> um, actually recommends the Reverie app so we'll mm-hmm. link that down below but it is a sleep hypnosis app and it helps to reward the nervous system to mm-hmm. relax faster and in turn that will help you get a good night's sleep yeah you know so there are other solutions you know? definitely um so and it's important you know to consider all those different things and see what works for you as you say like it is so individual like even between the two of us and like other people i know my family i know that we all sleep differently yeah um you know and everyone has different requirements and everyone has different things they'd like to do you know i think i'm very good that i won't try and force myself to sleep like if yeah. i'm in bed even if it's late and i'm not tired you know i'll read a book or wait until i do feel sleepy before i try to fall asleep yeah for um, sure you know and I won't stress about it I think I know once I'm tired I will sleep and that's that <laughs> no absolutely yeah. absolutely and then just a little touch to touch on some supplements I suppose that are recommended sometimes for people like that if they've tried all the um, non-medicated options I think supplements are probably second line then so magnesium I think we all know that magnesium relaxes the muscles of the body and helps sleep um, now one thing I think that most people aren't aware of is that there is different salt forms of magnesium so different salt forms of magnesium help with different things for sleep it's magnesium threonate and magnesium biglycanate so they're the two types of magnesium that you should be looking out for if you are going to be using magnesium for sleep mm-hmm. yeah mm. Um, also a few other um, I suppose in terms of prescription that's something you should probably discuss with yeah. your doctor um, I mean if you've tried yeah. yeah all the rest of the mm-hmm. non-medicated options and that's your only Have option with your GP yeah, yeah definitely they'll be the best person you know they'll know you your history and they'll be able to have a chat with you and see what's what's causing this sleep mm-hmm. you know is it a, a certain condition or you know is it just environmental change or you know what is the underlying cause of um, your sleep problems, you know, and have a proper chat with them and they'll be able to talk through more kind of prescribed medication. Yeah, for long-term mm-hmm. um, sleep problems. Yeah. But yeah, so that's our little sleep episode. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys learned something from it. Yeah. Um, on that topic, I think it's very important to uh, tell you our little plan of the week. Yes, so our plan of the week is to work out your best sleep schedule. So like Jana mentioned earlier, um, try and, you know, let's say if you feel at seven hours, work out what hour you feel you should go to bed, what hour you feel you should go wake up, yeah. um, track that and see what best suits you and alter it, you know, increase it or decrease it as you feel that you need to. Definitely. And mm-hmm. I think um, alongside that, it's very important to try and go to sleep and wake up at the same times. Yeah. So when you find out that perhaps you need eight hours of sleep, um, you know, maybe you should be going to bed at 12 o'clock and waking up at eight o'clock to achieve those eight hours. And yeah. I do feel you're going to your mental health, your physical health, you know, yeah. your whole 
internal even body systems mm. your immune system everything is going to yeah everything is going yeah. to improve sleep has a huge effect on everything in your body it's incredible you know mm. it's so important and i think sometimes people don't give sleep it's due 100 it's justice of all it does for for the body you know they kind of think, see it as something that isn't yeah. but it's a huge just like food water you need sleep absolutely you know? it's one of our basic mm. needs absolutely. so we need it to function prioritize and it. function yeah. well yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> quality you know sleep is so important definitely i think like that mm-hmm. quality over quantity with sleep yeah. so don't aim for getting x amount the number of hours of sleep yeah. focus on how you can best feel better the mm-hmm. following day after yeah. your sleep mm-hmm. so yeah yeah um so next part on. of our podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to chat about my favorite part of the podcast the yes. review of the week <laughs> <laughs> we love the reviews um and in keeping with a pancake tuesday which was earlier in the week we are going to be reviewing pancakes yet again from one of my favorite uh restaurants or cafes i suppose in cork um so joe's and bros um they have honestly one of the best pancakes that i've ever had so good yeah um they also do incredible sandwiches um so and tater tots so little cubed potatoes and we actually both had um two different variations of sandwiches taste tots and then we shared the pancakes yes just because we said we don't think we'd manage two separate pancakes because they are quite a large portion they are um, but and we needed a bit of i feel like we needed a little bit of savory first we did you absolutely, know absolutely um, um so in terms of the pancakes yeah. we had the nutella pancakes mm-hmm. so it was nutella strawberries crushed oreo and this gorgeous oreo cream and cream yeah well the oreo cream is oh. the best like it is sensational so good I couldn't have a piece without the Oreo cream like they Same. are so good it probably needed more Oreo cream honestly <laughs> we should have asked for more <laughs> we yeah, should we have asked for more we know we need more sauces we always ask for more sauces <laughs> literally but the pancakes I feel were really up there but yeah really good pancakes no really, really good consistency hmm. they looked quite thick when they initially came out i was a bit worried that they looked a bit thicker than usual i've been to joe's and quite quite often <laughs> i used to live in quirk so we'll go there quite frequently um uh, but no they're incredible really good we also got coffee and important to mention that they had coconut milk yes um which is a big thing for us um, and then their sandwiches are incredible. Um, I had, uh, it was a black pudding and jalapeno patty uh, mm. burger. Um, I love anything spicy and I love black pudding. So it was the ideal you do. Uh, one for me. And I had it with no cheese, which is of great. Course. They're very good for, you know, if you want to add something or take something out, it's absolutely no problem there. Yeah. Um, and Yana, you had it. I had a yeah, crispy chicken burger with the tots. Yeah. Now, can I just mention these tots are basically patatas bravas. If you've been to Spain mm. and you haven't had patatas bravas, what are you doing with your life? Um, <laughs> but patatas bravas are just the best things. They're like yeah. cubes of like potatoes mm-hmm. and they come with this lovely sauce. Yeah. Oh, to, for me, that was probably the, the highlight of my whole <laughs> experience in Joe's and Rose. Yeah. And <laughs> but, what's great there is that equally they're savory and they're sweeter as good. So yeah. I was saying to Yana before we went here that, you know, there's no way that we'd be able able to go with just getting the savory or just getting the sweet you know Absolutely. even when I go myself I'll have the sweet and the savory option <laughs> and just bring some home for later because they're both so good so so yeah. good um so my crispy chicken burger it was so nice mm-hmm. I um I think I customized mine as well I think I removed like jalapenos or something yeah um but they were really nice about it and mm. it was just absolutely yeah. delicious 
And they're a good location. So they're Galabi Street, which is near UCC. And I actually saw on their Instagram recently that they're going to be opening on campus, I think. <gasps> well, it looks wow. like it's on campus. They put up a little behind the scenes um, uh, uh, picture on their Instagram. So Amazing. I think they will be inundated with people going Are they to just in them. Cork then, Ivana? Just in Cork, yeah. So they've okay. one in town and then they've one in Galabi Street. Mm. Um, I usually go to Galabi Street just because in town... Um, I don't think you can get the pancakes in town. I've oh. only ever got um, a sandwich in town um, and there's not as much seating in town. But it's handy for people on their lunch breaks. So of course, true. yeah. Um, but no, I do typically go to the Grabby Street. Yeah. Mm. Which is close to college as well. Yeah. Well, Joes and Bros need to expand yeah. uh, take over <laughs> Ireland because yeah. Cork, you're so lucky. <laughs> um, I think on that, my mm. rating is going to be very high yeah. and I'm going to give it a 4.7 out of 5. You see, I'm like 4.9. Oh! And like, even when I'm taking off the point something is I don't even wow. know. Because I love, I love their food. Yeah. Wow. That well, is you know what? The, the point so is just a little bit more of the Oreo cream. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one 4. of mine. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really good. Mm, we wow. have to go back. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we do have to go back. No, guys, it's yeah. so good. I think I mm. highly recommend if you're in Cork, you have to go there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's something for everybody as well. They've lots of other, uh, you know, they've loads of sa- sandwich options, and they you know, do. They've lots of other. They've smoothies and they do protein smoothies and things yeah, as well. Actually. So. No, it's great. I really recommend them. Highly, highly, highly recommend. So, yeah, that's our little review of the week. We hope everyone had lovely pancakes as well this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast and learned something a little bit about sleep. Mm -hmm. And master your own sleep. Yeah. (laughs) So, we will see you in next week's episode. And we will leave you with our quote for next week, which is... A girl should be two things. Who and what she wants. And that was said by Coco Chanel. Yeah. So So. tune in to see where that leads us. (laughs) Love you. Bye.